Hey guys, welcome to the Venue 12 online lesson due to the coronavirus outbreak and uh, just public health concerns. We're not able to get together like we would normally do. And so this is kind of our plan for the time being is that I'm going to release a lesson online in podcast form and you're going to be able to get it via Apple Podcast or the church website and uh, connect with us in this way. It's not ideal, but it's kind of where we're at right now. And so appreciate you guys joining us in this and listening along and hopefully getting something good out of it and having God speak to you in some way. Um, but we're all kind of just adapting through this thing. And I said this earlier on an Instagram video this week, but this is just so foreign. I, I feel like as students, maybe you think that adults should have some idea of what to do or like how this should go. But the reality is that none of us have been through this. And so we're all kind of figuring it out. So as church leaders, we are, your teachers, your parents, everyone is kind of figuring it out on the fly. So for the first time, we are all kind of in the same boat, not really sure um, what's going on or how it's going to look. So appreciate your patience with us as we kind of figure this out. And um, I know that's not easy because as, as weird as it is for us adults, man, my heart just really goes out um, to you students who have had things cut short this spring semester, especially you seniors. I know this is just wild. It's, in, it's incredible. And I can't imagine what you guys are going through. So my heart goes out to you. We have JY in here and, and he'll talk in a minute. I'm sh you know, his heart breaks for you guys too, but we just are with you in this and we feel for you so much. And so we just want you to know that um, there's probably nothing we, we can do or say to make it better, but just know that we're praying for you guys and we care about you. We know that it hurts. And uh, to have your your spring semester cut short, especially as a senior, would just be really tough. So we're, we're with you guys in that one. Before we get started, I, I did want to say that even though the situation is weird and it, it stinks and it's tough, and it's frustrating and it's easy to gripe about it. There is such an opportunity here for us. And while things are going to look different for a while, and that's kind of weird, there's opportunity for growth in that so much. Um, in two ways that I see. One is that really we get to focus on what it means to follow Jesus and connect with him and make him a priority outside of Sunday morning, outside of Wednesday night being together in one group. Um, we get to see what it looks like to really follow him when it's not easy or convenient. And so I think that's going to be a really good growth point for us is that if we can still grow and still focus on him on our own time, really with no structure outside of church, that's going to be a thing that really grows us. And the other thing is, is just to remember that community is so important, especially at a time like this, where it was easy to get together before. It's just harder now. And just because life gets harder doesn't mean that we want to follow Jesus any less or put him on the back burner anyway. Actually, the opposite is true. We want to lean more on him and we want to find new ways to seek him out. And so community matters so much, um, especially at a time like this. And so that's why we are looking to innovate, to create new ways to get together, whether it's in small groups or electronically or you know through this podcast, things like this. We're trying to figure out those things because it does matter that we get together. And so we, uh, we just want to reiterate that to you guys. So like I said before, uh, JY is here with me. And we're actually coming, we are coming to you live from JY's house right now. Yo. So JY's <laughs> in the house. Um, we are in his office, in his house recording. Studio, baby. Oh, the studio. I've just been corrected in my earpiece. <laughs> and it, it's, the, the studio is pretty much what you imagine. We've got a Michael Jordan jersey on the wall. We've got some Space Jam action figures. We've got some MLK and Lecrae posters up, and it's just, it's good in here. It's a good vibe, Jay. It's what I do. Make so. it comfortable. Make it home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so JY is going to be with me for this first one, and 
you know, this isn't something I plan to talk about before at venue, but I wanted to go off the beaten path for just one Wednesday at least and, and just talk about this kind of weird cultural moment that we're in where this unprecedented stuff is happening and our world is upside down. I mean, I never thought I would live to see something like this, but here we are. But the question we want to tackle tonight um, is just anxiety kind of sets in and hysteria tends to set in. Like, what do we do with that? And where is God in that? And how do we respond to it? Because it's not just enough to just say, well, I just trust God and I'll leave it at that. Like, our faith has to have some teeth to it. And so what does that really mean? So I brought JY in and we're going to dialogue on this one uh, tonight and see how it goes. And uh, I would love to have him with me on all these, but we'll see how he enjoys it. But just this first one, we're going to try it out. So JY, welcome to the lesson. Before we even get into this too much, um, you bring a really unique perspective to this because you're a teacher, you're a coach, you're around Mm -hmm. students way more than I am. So like, what is it like being a teacher, a coach in the school system and having it kind of pulled out from under you? What is like the general feel right now? Um... You know, it's tough to really find my thoughts for something like this because you just never prepare for something like this and never would ever expect something like this. A virus literally closing down our schools. Like, it's just nothing I would have ever thought would happen. And I think it's important for just our students and our families and just our community to understand that, I mean, there's something else, something higher, something bigger in charge and that we got to go with comfort and peace with that in mind and just understand that this is for a reason and this is there's reasons for why we are going through this right now and uh i think it's important to take time and step back and reflect but uh like on a personal standpoint as a teacher like i just it's there's a lot of question marks um i think that as far as what we are aware of i think that our government probably made a, a good choice but I know it puts a lot of people and families in a bind. Um, I think our community has done a great job responding and getting lunches together. I've been seeing some very awesome feedback with that. So that was a big concern of mine because we are in a community in a district where there's a lot of families that a lot of a lot of my students go home and don't know if they're going to get a dinner tonight. And so it's awesome that our community is responding like that in many different areas. So make sure that. You guys spread that word at the middle school, and I believe, is it is it Logan Avenue, I believe? There's two schools in our district that are giving out lunches um, in the, for the near future right now, so I think that's a pretty awesome thing, sack lunches. Um, as a coach, I mean, this stinks because uh, our golf season's 100% canceled. It's done. Our second season of golf at the middle school, it's canceled. And so I've, I was planning this whole weekend and just getting things ready, getting pumped up for practices, um, and it's done. It's just done with a snap. It's just completely done and finished. And I know that our seniors are really going through a lot. Um, I threw out a message on Facebook and social media earlier, just trying to throw them my heart a little bit because I know that senior class is really somebody that I grew up, up as being a teacher with. And that's a uh, student taught with that group. That was the first group I ever interacted with as a coach. And so there's a lot of those, those girls, those young men um, that you know, I had a, a lot of uh, just connections with, and so my heart goes out to them because they don't get experience. A lot of these traditions that go with being a senior with your prom and with uh, just walking across the stage, uh, which was something I really look forward to, just seeing them accomplish and getting, allowing them to have their, their kind of center stage there in that moment, that split second of walking across that stage when your name's called. So I know that our community, I know that our district, and I know that those seniors are going to come up with something that's going to be more special than anything that 
we could have ever imagined given the circumstances. So um, I look forward to seeing what happens here. Um, so hopefully we can get past this dark cloud and, and start to see the, the sunshine, I guess you could say, with what amazing opportunities this will present us to make this a special year. So, Yeah. The thing about this whole thing is it's just been so fast moving. I mean, every single day there is a new update of like new precautions and new, uh, you know, worries and dangers and things. And I mean, like a week ago, we were really hoping they wouldn't cancel, you know, March Madness or whatever. And now we're at this point where there is just, we're on lockdown as a country, really. It's really odd. So um, the concern is real. Um, so we're not, I don't want to drum up any kind of hysteria or say we have to worry a lot, but the concern is real. And so we're going to talk more about that later in this message, but just the fact that we take this seriously and we do honor what our government's asking us to do and we do think of others, that is such an important thing and it is right in line with what Jesus would want for us. He wouldn't want us to think about ourselves and, and our wants and how do we still have fun in this. Um, he would say, let's think of the least of these. Let's think of the people who are most affected and make sure that they're taken care of. So, um, yeah. So as we kind of jump into this, this whole thing, you know, we talk about coronavirus a little bit and the stats overwhelming and it's all crazy. I won't even go into that, but, um, I've, I've been hearing some crazy origination stories <laughs> for it. Like, I don't really know where it came from. I've heard that like uh, just crazy things. I don't even say all of them. Uh, the one crazy one I heard though was in the office this week, Jamie Cooper, Hattie, <laughs> Hattie and Hannah's mom. Jamie was saying that Hattie had some theory about like a snake ate a rat and someone ate that snake and that kicked it off. I don't I don't know. Hattie, if you're listening, maybe you can bring some clarity to that. I don't know what the deal is with that. I had lunch with Todd Robert today. He's like a biology guy and he had a theory about how it started. I can't remember what it was, so I don't want to misquote him, but there's a lot of like theories about how this whole thing got kicked off. JY, as a as a science guy, do you have any <laughs> thoughts about how this got started JY the science um no i mean i haven't done a lot of research into it i haven't done a lot of diving into it um i just think that i have uh some family members that are in the uh healthcare uh profession and i just know that they are working their butts off and they and I, I used to kind of think that oh this coronavirus it's you know it's just another thing like i think a lot of people in our, and just in general may have thought but now it's like this is a real deal, and it's 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 a virus that can be carried that, uh, without people really knowing they have it, even knowing with with no symptoms, literally. And I think it's crazy to think that people were getting undiagnosed with flu-like symptoms like weeks ago, and that could have been this virus that we didn't have tests for. So there's a lot of crazy things about it. I don't know. I have no idea about the origination. I've heard the bat story. Um, I haven't heard the snake and rat story yet. Yeah, text Hattie if you have questions. She's all over it. She knows. But not a whole lot of uh, scientific uh, origins that I have in my yeah. knowledge right now. Um, so as we kind of move into what God has to say about this, I was just thinking that the one thing we can really do is to just hold on to God's truth in this. And I was walking around Walmart last night. I was trying to shop. Katie sent me with a list of like 20 things. <clears throat> Get your toilet paper. And I did get toilet. I had to wait in line for toilet paper, though, and I only got to take one. So we are good. We have wiped, and it's great. But um, You can always just use a sock. Just keep washing it. Is that what that pile of socks is over there? Yeah, that's what that Okay, is. I haven't really touched those. Um, but as I was walking around, you know, I saw people. Uh, there were bare shelves, and I saw people kind of hoarding stuff, and it was just like there was this mass hysteria, and I was thinking, man, if, 
if I didn't know for a fact that there is a creator who loves me and sees me and wants to take care of me and is in total control of all this, if I didn't know those things, then I would be so much more panicked than I already am. And so I just think about the world and I see the hysteria and at first I kind of like scoffed at it or laughed at it when people would freak out. But really you got to think like people who don't have something to hold on to in the way of a God who, who knows them and cares for them and is able to, to protect them. Man, it's kind of understandable how people would feel that way. Mm -hmm. And so God kind of like moved me a little bit in Walmart last night in my heart, just like to have compassion for people and to just maybe understand a little bit of where they're coming from because, you know, I, I have a firm foundation. I know my creator. I know that if I died tomorrow from coronavirus or otherwise, that like I know where I would go and that I'd be with him. And I'm still nervous, even knowing all those things. So, like, I can't imagine someone who doesn't have that that foundation. So, um, yeah, that was something that God just kind of said to me in the quiet of my heart a little bit last night. So, um, kind of the meat of what we want to do here is there's a verse that's kind of been on my heart over the last week, just thinking about this and kind of have dove into it more over the last few days, just thinking about a word from the Lord about these times we're in and the anxiety that it brings and just our, what our response to that should be. And so I'm going to share a little bit from that. I think JY has something too that he wanted to share as well. And so I'm just going to jump into mine. So if you have your Bible, I hope you do um, grab it. If you don't, you can pause this right now and you can go get your Bible. But we want you to come along with us on this. So my verse is very short, but it is so full of wisdom. So 2 Timothy 1 through 7. So if you have your Bible, turn to 2 Timothy 1 through 7. And I'm going to read it and kind of just share a little bit about what I feel like the Lord is saying here. So I'm reading out of the NLT. Yours may be a little bit different, but mine says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and love and self-discipline. And I just think that verse is so timely because we see fear everywhere. And and I don't, I don't want to say that like you should feel bad if you're afraid or if you're nervous. Like that's not what I'm trying to say here. What I am saying is the truth that if you belong to Jesus, He has, He has come into your life. He has inserted His Holy Spirit in your heart, and it is now ruling you. And we know that that spirit is not one of fear. So our natural default should not be fear. We should not have to walk around and let that be a pattern of our lives that we are ruled by fear or ruled by anxiety. And there's a clear difference between, you know, getting fearful in the situation or seeing the news and feeling worried. You know, that's a pretty normal human reaction. But then being able to meet that with truth and say, you know what, I understand the situation, but I don't have to live in fear. God has actually given me a spirit um, of power and, and I don't have to be afraid of these things because I know my identity is in him. And so the first part of that verse of how we don't have a spirit of fear or timidity. It's just so true right now. And I think that is um, just really important for, for living your life in a way that's going to be like normal over these next few days. And I was actually looking at something else and, and it said that um, one of the most prominent commands in the Bible is to not fear. Actually, about 80 times God says in some form, do not fear or do not be afraid. And so it is so important to God because he says it so many times that we are not afraid that we don't live our life out of a place of fear or anxiety because um, that's not who we are in him and, and it's impossible for us to bring glory to him if we're 
fearful and anxious and, and scared about what's going on. And so it's just so important that we don't let that spirit of fear rule us. Um, kind of moving on, he talks about how he gives us a spirit of power. And what I was thinking about for, for this day and age, like, you know, it's we're supposed to stay home. We're supposed to quit going to things. We're supposed to like just hit pause in our lives. And like, I feel pretty powerless right now. I feel like there's not a lot I can do. I feel like a lot of things have been taken from me and taken out of my hands. And if you're uh, an athlete who's no longer competing or you're a student who lost out on school or prom or whatever, like you get that too, that you probably feel pretty powerless right now. But just this reminder that God has given us a spirit of power, that there is still work to be done in this time. And that just because this has hit our nation doesn't mean we hit the pause button on God's kingdom. And it doesn't mean we hit the pause button on what he is doing in our lives or maybe someone else's life through us and that we are still powerful and capable in Jesus name just to to walk with him and to, to expand the kingdom in that way mm-hmm. so um, yeah definitely still having a sense of power as a believer and then with love just like you know he's given us this this spirit of love and it's so easy for me like I said I am legitimately mourning the loss of March Madness like there is a deep a deep sadness in my life because JY, tomorrow I should be taking off work and like watching basketball literally all day, and I'm not gonna do that it's now. Not happening. But KU's number one. They they they're gonna give him the trophy. We shouldn't even say the word KU right now because I'm so mad that we're not gonna win the title this year. It's, it's unreal. But but like that's an example of me looking to my needs, and what Jesus says love is is looking to the needs of others. And so taking this thing seriously, taking the you know staying home policy seriously. And, and really loving others, especially the ones who are weakest in our communities and most affected by not going out and potentially infecting others and, and not doing things just because you want to do them. Um, you know, Jesus so many times talks about the least of these. Um, if you, whatever you did for the least of these, you did for me is what he tells his disciples. And so we are in a real situation where the least of these are becoming really obvious the people who are most susceptible to this virus are the least of these. The people who are stuck at home and don't have proper food or water or a healthy home situation, they are the least of these right now. So what does it look like for us to love these people, to think of someone other than ourselves and really put ourselves um, out there for them? And then lastly, um, it says he gives us a spirit of self-discipline that's also translated a sound mind in some translations. So maybe in your Bible it says he gives us a sound mind or maybe it says self-discipline, but both of those are just so applicable. We just talked about self-discipline and what it means to really, you know, refrain from doing things you want to do right now. But I think sound mind holds a lot of water too. Um, just not being hysterical. I talked about going to Walmart and I saw people shoveling stuff into their, their cart and just like not fighting over stuff. But there was this general sense of panic that like if I didn't get what I needed, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is that's just not true and that we can have sound mind and we can have peace of mind and heart and and we can be a light to people right now and we can be an example of what it looks like to not freak out and to not lose our minds and to not give into this hysteria so living your life with power power from jesus to accomplish what he wants living your life in love and looking out for the least of these and for the others is big and then you know living your life with a sound mind and with self-discipline and just saying you know what i know that this is serious but at the end of the day God has this in his hands. This didn't surprise him. He knew it was coming. And so I'm going to live my life in light of those three things. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I got out of mind. JY, do you, do you have any thoughts on that or anywhere you want to take that? I think it's important to really, it's crazy because you talked about your Walmart experience. 
I had similar experience. I went to the grocery store. I forgot something every time I went to the store. But the cause of all that panic is panic. Like, that's where it stems from because people start panicking. They're like, oh, I need to go get stuff. Then people are like, oh, people are going to get stuff. I better go get stuff before it runs out. And it's a crazy domino effect of how that works. Imagine if we were all just like, okay, this is a situation. Just make sure I have some food and some supplies. And if everybody was just in a calm state knowing that God's in control rather than this virus being in control of our situation, then we wouldn't have to be rushing towards getting toilet paper. I thought that that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard when the whole toilet paper craze, man, I can't imagine. But um, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of my thoughts on that. We just got to just stay grounded in God, grounded in Christ, and uh, just be... um, and just be uh, just making sure that we're paying attention to what he has for us, which uh, I think is pretty powerful and just a reflection of what God wants. He, he had a verse on my heart recently um, as I was doing devotions. And, and as when uh, Jay, when you asked me to kind of speak on something like this automatically came to my mind and it just touches exactly where we're at right now. And it's uh, Romans 8. Uh, 5 through 8, but I'm going to highlight on Romans 8, 6. So make sure you guys just kind of jot that down. Make sure you know this verse. Open up your Bibles. Check it out for a second. So Romans 8, 6. Uh, it says that the, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Man, think of how many people that don't know God are being governed by the flesh right now. So you don't know God. You don't have any idea of his power, his grace, and his mercy he has on us, then, well, it says right here, the mind governed by the flesh is death. Not saying you're going to die, but so to speak, it's it's telling us that our destiny isn't with this spirit that's going to give us life and peace. And so in this time, in this trying time that we're in, with so much confusion, so many questions, why should we just lean on our flesh, what our own worldly understanding, when we can lean on somebody who's in control of it all, and the life and peace that he grants us. I mean, that's just such a powerful thing that we really need to continue to remind ourselves. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, gosh, that is so, so good. And if you guys read 8, 5 through 8, you said, man, that whole yeah. thing is so, mm-hmm. it's so excellent and it's so rich. So I challenge you guys, like like we said, grab your Bible, highlight 6, because that really is the key part there, but read through that and just let that be something that guides you this week. So, um yeah, I, I think that's about as much time as we want to take. We wanted to keep it right around 20 minutes. And so we're just so grateful for you guys for tuning in. Um, this is maybe what it's going to look like for the next, I don't know, week, two, month, two. I don't, I don't know right now. So, But this is what we're going to do primarily is to get these messages out to you guys via this this medium. So I hope it's been good for you. I hope that you can listen to this and you know do chores or go for a run or whatever and uh and just let this be a part of your daily life because it's so important to stay plugged in the plan going forward um with this is you know we're releasing this one on a wednesday because it's our first wednesday we're missing but from now on what i'm going to do is i'm going to release a message like this on a thursday and then you guys are going to have the rest of the week all the way through to the following wednesday to listen to it and then on that next Wednesday, you're going to get together via video conference with your huddle, and you're going to talk about what I said, how dumb I sounded on mic or whatever. Uh, no, probably more in the line of like what God was saying to you through it. Um, but just it's so important that you listen, and you not only listen, but you write down your questions, you write down your comments and your thoughts, 
and just share that with your huddles because we just want you guys to keep meeting with them um, like you normally would. That's so, so key. So every Thursday, I'm going to release this, whatever this is, whether it's a lesson or whatever. And then the following Wednesday, you are going to discuss that with your huddle. So have already listened to it before you get into your huddle, whether it's over the weekend or whatever you want to do. Um, and then you'll have that time to discuss with them. And that's going to be really key. We really encourage you guys to, to video message with your huddles. It's not going to be long, probably 30 to 40 minutes. But just to check in, to, to keep talking about the word and to pray for each other is going to be so key at this time when we can't all get together. So, um, yeah, this was our first one. I don't know. It went pretty well, right, Jay? Yeah, not too bad. Pretty good. Um, yeah, so we just want to leave that with you guys. We're so glad that you were with us. Think on these verses throughout the week. Um, I'm actually going to release the first message for your huddles tomorrow. So I'm going to I'm gonna put that out tomorrow, and then you'll have through the next week to, to listen to it and then discuss it. So that is the plan. And, and you're going to be able to listen to these on either the church website or through Apple Podcasts. You can just download it right to your phone and plug it in and listen to it, and it'll be good. For $5.99. For $5.99, yes. That, no, it's, not, it's free. It's free. Okay, Jay, I think that's all I have. Do you have any parting, any parting words? That's it. That's it. Cut them off. We were going to auto-tune this. We decided not to. Maybe we'll auto-tune this last part. I don't know. Maybe. Um, who knows? Jay's the editor, so he holds the, the <laughs> reins on this. So. Guys, thank you again. Have a great rest of your week. We're so glad you're with us. Be well and uh, live in a spirit of power and love and sound mind. And don't be controlled by fear. So we love you guys and we'll talk to you again soon. Peace.